This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I have been extremely open about my struggles with severe anxiety, depression, childhood trauma, and therapy has honestly given me the tools to not only get through the everyday, but enjoy every day. Whether you're coping with trauma, stress, a specific hardship, whatever it may be, you don't need to feel ashamed of normal human struggles because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you because there's BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You all know I always complain about how expensive therapy is, but BetterHelp therapy is much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are working with therapists from home. I mean, what's the harm in trying it? I guarantee BetterHelp's therapists will provide you with a new perspective on your current struggles. BetterHelp has a special offer for Meet My Mess listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash meet my mess. That's better H-E-L-P.com slash meet my mess. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Spain? Is she on the moon? Is she in Ukraine? No, she's in Croatia. Hello. I feel a little rusty coming back on this show. Looks like I'm not wearing any clothes. Barely am. For all you horny fucks out there, I'm recording this episode in my underwear because I just moved into my new apartment. I'm feeling very thankful, very lucky to be living on my own. I won't lie. Last night was my first night living on my own and it was a little scary, especially in a foreign country, Eastern Europe, a little scary. I had to check if the door was locked about mm, four times and good thing I did because the third time I checked, it happened to be unlocked. So Lack of sleep, lack of coffee, but we're here. It's been a while since I recorded an episode, let alone a solo episode. I know I've been a little inconsistent, as all of my ex-boyfriends have said. I know I've been saying I'll release episodes and then they come late and then they don't come at all. And I apologize for that. Life's just been a little crazy. And I regret to say that I've been just a little bit, how do we say, 
out of out of focus, I guess. I mean, my priorities have been having fun. Unfortunately, they've been um, dating, working out, working on myself, and like working on my actual day job, which provides me money because I need actual money. So once this starts providing me money, I will have more focus on it. Anyways, doesn't mean that it's not still a priority that I don't still want to continue doing the show that I'm not going to, I'm going to continue doing the show and I'm going to be moving back to Canada in September for a little while. So that will really give me some, a chance to focus back in on this for a couple months before I potentially go traveling again. What's been going on with me? Let's talk about it. I feel like I automatically always go to what's going on in my dating life. So let's start where it feels au natural. Um, as usual, nothing, nothing significant is going on at all. When I first moved to Europe, I thought, let me find myself a hubby. That's what I came here for, to find a husband and to bring him back to Canada. Little did I know that people don't really want to get into a relationship with a girl that moves every five seconds, that moves every two weeks. It's a little bit hard to get to know someone and get into a relationship with someone who moves every two weeks. In my head, this would work out fine. A guy would just fall in love with me after two weeks and just follow me around all of Europe and quit his job, abandon his friends, abandon his life because he was so infatuated with me. In my twist a little head that's how things would work out for me um boy was I wrong no one's fallen in love with me except for a guy with a fucking wife <sighs> let me just elaborate for a second the guy with a wife children um he was the owner of a hotel I was staying in on my birthday he bought me a bunch of drinks no ring on the hand. We ended up hooking up. And later when he follows me on Instagram, I find out that he has a lovely wife and two children. And he thought that those were details I just wouldn't want to or wouldn't need to know. So that's always a really good time. Um, he's now not hiding it at all and still wants to meet up and all that. So, but I'm not going to be the reason a little child's life is ruined. A woman doesn't worry me as much as fucked up as that is, but the still wouldn't sleep with a guy with a wife. Well, knowing they had a wife, um, but I will definitely not fuck up a child's parents. Like, never malfunction 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 resetting 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 I will not fuck up two kids lives by breaking up their parents so suspect number 14 again a fail um yeah nothing significant it's making me wonder if being a hoe was just what was meant for me am I just meant to jump from dude to dude for the rest of my life I might just have to settle into that role I might just need to embrace that role I've embraced that role for years and every time I try and run away from it the whole life just comes sprinted back towards me so 
still a mess, still a hoe in terms of what I've learned. Um, I feel like I've really come into my own this year. I know who I am. I know what I want. I know what's important to me. I know what my pillars of life are. They are creativity, nature. Oh my God, I hate myself the way I fucking sound. But it's true, creativity, nature, and my relationships. Those are the three most, the three most, not six, three most important things to me. And traveling alone has really done that for me. I'm having the time of my life. It's been a blast. I miss my people, but... I'm still not ready to come home yet. But yes, I'm currently in Croatia. Yesterday, I was sitting by the water having a lovely, lovely day, eating some gelato, enjoying my time. I look over to my left, and there's a man with a gun in his hand, just walking around, guns out. Not this kinds of guns. Speaking of which, mine are looking good. Um, but this kind of gun, he's walking around, he's asking everyone for money, tapping around his leg, being like, hey, can you give me a couple dollars? And who the fuck isn't going to give the guy with an AK-43? Um, eight Kuna. I'll give you eight Hari Kuna for you saving my life. But then I realized he was kind of just like going around and I realized the gun wasn't loaded and he was just clicking and clicking and I could hear the sounds he's just practicing his shots and then all of a sudden I look over and it's up to his head and he's still clicking it practicing 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 and I don't know what to do this guy's obviously nuts not only did he have a gun in his hand he had the total demeanor of a school shooter of a member of the KKK he had bald shaved head skinny tatted looks like he should be in some sort of hung I'm not in Hungary some Croatian gang he probably was and yeah um I hope nonetheless he's still alive unless he is going to or plans to shoot up a school then I hope he's not but that was pretty scary up until that moment I was just frolicking around Croatia thinking that there's no way I get raped or killed or anything but that was a chain, a turning point for me, a real turning point. My mom is listening. Don't freak out. It was only one gun, blah, blah, blah. I'm okay. But that's a little life update for you. I have a new job. Who cares? Blah, blah, blah. What else is going on? Um, I found marijuana here. That's exciting. Um, yeah. Like my biggest update is marijuana. I'm sure there's other things, but nothing comes to mind. But the fact that I have not found a husband and no one to impregnate me. Lately, I've been really turned on by the idea of being impregnated and the idea of having a baby. But the reality of the situation is babies just fuck up everyone else's lives. You know, they're cute. They look good from afar, but really those are the messiest motherfuckers on this earth. They are messy in multiple ways. They are messy in terms of their relief matters. They constantly have substances coming out of each and every hole um, out of their butts. It's not even just regular solid poops. They're fucking 
they're milky. They look like a chocolate mousse, but they smell like yesterday's garbage. Um, they're green, they're yellow. It's green and yellow coming out of every single hole. There's green and yellow coming out of this hole, that hole. They're constantly fucking crying and someone's got to do something to get these motherfuckers in line because I can't deal with one more crying fucking baby on a train. If your baby is going to cry the whole fucking train or the whole fucking plane, pro tip, stay home. No one wants to listen to you. I know that you think your kid's cute and you love it enough to forgive it for crying, but no one else is forgiving your baby for crying our whole fucking flight. Your baby is immediately going to the least cute baby on the list. When I was on the fucking plane going from God knows where to God knows where, there was these fucking babies crying the whole time, sitting right next to me, right in my ear. It was an overnight flight. And the baby kept just fucking whacking me and whacking me and whacking me. And then the mom just kept laughing about it. I'm like, this isn't fucking funny. I'm trying to sleep and your baby is going to knock my eye out. So if you don't fucking get your kid in check, I will do it for you. So fucked up. But yeah, it was hitting me in the face. Babies just fuck up everyone else's lives. They fuck up your their parents' sex lives. They fuck up their parents' social lives. So newborns are just the messiest motherfuckers. And then they grow up. And then they grow up into children. When you're a child, you're still fucking annoying. Still super annoying. Um, You're just annoying in different ways. You're just more to take care of. You're constantly terrorizing everything. But actually being a child itself is much more difficult than dealing with children. Um, at least in my scenario, if you have fucked up parents, parent, you got absolutely no say in the matter. If you're in a terrible situation, you don't have the ability to leave or walk away or stand up for yourself because you're owned by your parents. Um, nothing makes any fucking sense when you're a kid, you think that, all of the bad shit in life is all that there is to come. You think all the good shit is all the good shit, all the imaginary shit that you think is going to manifest for you is it's really just a fucking illusion. You're never going to become an astronaut. You're never going to become a dancer. You're never going to become a pop star. So as you're dreaming up these dreams, you're also being crushed from five different areas. Your parents who are traumatizing you slowly but surely every single day, like Chinese water torture. Can you shut up, sir? I'm trying to record a podcast about my childhood. Thanks. Um, You're also getting fucking bullied. I don't care what you say if you didn't get bullied or not. There's some point in time where someone said something to you as a kid that uh, really felt like bullying. I mean, we've been through the exhaustion, exhaustion, the ways I have been bullied, um, people stealing things from me, kicking me on kick a ginger day, raising their hands to vote on me being the most ugly girl in the room, 
no, et cetera, et cetera, the natural things you go through as a kid. But as a child, you're consistently getting fucking bullied. Either that or you are the bully. And I hope and I know you are living with the guilt of the fact that you probably have ruined Teresa's confidence for the rest of her life um, by waving that cupcake in front of her face and saying, come and get it, come and get it. This is something I watched someone do to a girl named Isabel in my school. So Isabel, if you're listening, I'm really fucking sorry. Um, It wasn't me who bullied you, but I definitely watched everyone else bully you and I didn't say shit. I was never the bully. I was the bystander because I often, if I were to stand up to the bullies, I would have gotten bullied 10 times harder. You know, everyone says, oh, don't be a bystander. Don't be a bystander. Well, have you ever tried fucking standing up to a bully? You think that goes over well, Mrs. Marks? No, you stand up for a bully. You're asking to get your ass whooped. You're asking to get yourself made fun of for the rest of the next five years. So we need to find a better solution than one being a rat and one being a bystander. Why don't we just teach kids to be nice in the first place? That's not something we ever do, right? We just skip to how to deal with bullies, but why don't we teach the bullies not to bully? You know, these lessons we have, we don't talk about the effects that bullying will have on kids long-term and their confidence long-term. We just talk about how to stop the behavior. Let's be proactive instead of reactive. That is the theme of the week. Actually, the theme of the week is um, how each stage of your life is messy as fuck, but that's a good theme too. That's the lesson of the week. Be proactive instead of reactive. My little talking stick here. If you're watching, you can see I have a little talking stick. It's a clipper lighter that says Roma on it. Um, Boy, was that a fucking trip. Jeez, I've never been on a trip with a married couple before. And it's, let me tell you, it's a whole different experience, but I won't talk about that here. Teenagers. Being a teenager, that's definitely one of the hardest. Every fucking area of your life is shitty for different reasons. But when you're a teenager, everything is emotional and you're insecure about everything. This is the time in our lives we start to realize that, oh, just because I have a good personality doesn't mean people are going to want me. Just because I'm a nice person doesn't mean people are going to respect me. We start to realize that looks play a big part in this superficial world we live in. And if you don't got it, Tracy, life's going to be a little bit harder for you. Everything is emotional when you're a teenager. Um, Your friends don't text you back. You cry about it. Your fucking mom says, can you clean your room? You cry about it. The guy you liked, you think you liked, um, starts dating another girl. It's the end of the fucking world. These are all things we don't know how to cope with when we're a teenager. So being a teenager is very, very hard. Your hormones are just fucking flying up in the air round and round and round and up and down and back and forth and every single teenager is going through this but you guys don't talk about it we didn't I didn't talk about it um the fact that being a teenager is just pretty shitty and pretty difficult you don't know how you're supposed to be acting you don't know how to 
act like yourself, you just are coasting through life, hoping that someone doesn't do something to fuck up your day more than it already was fucked up because waking up as a teenager is already a fucking battle in itself everyone always says your teenage years are the best of your life but I don't agree with that statement sure you get to party sure you get to have fun sure you don't have to go to work all the time but um emotionally being a teenager is one of the hardest stages in your life people say life's only going to get harder yeah sure life will throw harder more difficult things at you but as you're older you understand and grasp how to cope with those things better and you don't have the hormones raging that make you just the most emotional person at Bridgemont High Your 20s will be better. I won't say they'll be great. My 20s were actually probably some of my hardest hardest, hardest years, but those were all fucking external factors. Um, In your early 20s, you're expected to be an adult, act like an adult, live like an adult, but you're poor as shit. You're so poor. You pretend like you constantly have over 10k in your bank account when really sometimes you only have ten dollars and everyone's doing it everyone's pretending like they can afford everything but really everyone is just scraping by being in your early 20s is the toughest age financially you went from having support from your parents to all of a sudden have nothing you're expected to pay for university you're with what fucking job you don't have time for a job you're expected to pay for all your own food your wi-fi your meals your, your meals and your food yeah same thing bitch um but you can't afford any of it so you end up eating a lot of pasta a lot of chicken quesadillas um a lot of bread you just eat whatever you can a lot of canned soup being in your early 20s is brutal for that reason financially you're fucked. Um, everything else is usually pretty good. Um, it's it's confusing though as well because some of your friends are also going to be getting married and having babies while you're still fucking single and running around the world and having a good time and all that. Everyone's in different places. You have expectations. It's a lot, but... I know it's cliche to say like, oh, you got to like trust that the path you're on is the path for you. But like realistically, if you're a girl who's like has all of her friends getting married around you and all that, I want you to think about one thing. Those bitches are going to be married for what? 70 more years, 70. Think about the life you've lived and then living that life with the same person times two and a half. I don't know about you, but I don't think that I can handle the same person for the next 50 years. So if you're single now, it might feel like, oh, you're kind of starting to feel that pressure of getting into a relationship and growing up and like preparing for the time where you need to start to think about babies and marriage and all that. You don't, you don't, you're 20, you're 22, you're 22, you're 22, malfunctioning. Um, the pressure is definitely there, but that doesn't mean that's what you should be doing. 
Um, and also if you are in a relationship that you're unhappy and you're like, oh, I don't want to fucking start over. I'm 23. I've already spent five years with this person. It's better to start over now when you're 23 than when you're 40 and you have kids and you no longer have the pick of the litter because when you're 40, everyone's going to be old and ugly and you're going to wish you had left when you were 23. Okay, Becky. Okay. And then we get into the thirties and the thirties are probably the prime in my opinion, but there is still some mess to be made in your thirties. So when you're 30, you finally getting in that career, you're in your peak of your intelligence, you're kind of fine about you kind of have money you start to have a house you don't have to worry so much financially um everyone kind of starts to get into the same place right like everyone is doing what they're expected to do which is walk down the aisle which is push an alien out of your vahoon Sorry, I just got sick at the thought of fucking childbirth. I really, really, really think I'll have to consider a C-section when that day comes. Like, I just can't, I just can't, I just can't imagine a full fucking baby the size of a fucking bottle of Ciroc with the thickness of a bowl pushing out of my precious little clam I've really learned to love my badge this year and I just really can't imagine how badly it's gonna get fucked up when I have babies back to being 30 I'm just out of breath wow give me a sec to breathe I don't think I've taken one breath in the last 40 minutes um but yeah in your 30s you're expected to get married have babies And that is just the beginning of the end, in my opinion. As soon as you pop a baby out and have a ring on your finger, what more is there really to look forward to? Sure, we can say, oh, yeah, like I have to look forward to raising my children and watching them grow up. But that's not about you, is it? That's about external factors. Once again, once you hit your 30s, things stop being about you. They start being about your husband or your wife or your partner and your children. You become the smallest factor in your life once you hit your 30s and have babies. So I just want you to remember that if you're rushing to have babies, once you have those babies, you become your last priority. So you better make sure that you have your shit in check before you get into this point because you want to be mentally strong for that baby you want to be a good mother assuming that you listening is going to be a mother or a father you want to have your shit in check before you bring a baby into this world or you're just going to end up traumatizing them like your parents traumatized you I would love to hear about my listeners parental trauma maybe I'll do do an episode on that where I ask listeners to write into me write into me the most fucked up things your parents put you through I'll read them all anonymously but I hope you give me the green light to kind of uh 
laugh at it and make fun of it in a weird way not in an offensive way but you know we've all laughed at the fact that I fucking have been bullied and lived with an alcoholic and all that shit but you know we're working on that with him so I'm trying to not talk about him on this show anymore so when you're 30s just know your vagina will never be the same and when you hit your 40s you actually have the fucking babies and I don't know about you but I've never met a mom who was truly fucking happy she can say oh having babies is the best job in the world my husband is my best friend but those are the ones that are fucking lying the ones who are being straight up are the ones who were saying having babies is no fun um you are just constantly dealing with pooping and swearing and crying and you are no longer having sex that was the most painful part of it all for me and the fact is that you don't even want sex I can't even imagine a world where I don't wake up every day and want to use my womanizer that I just don't have the energy to use my womanizer like that sounds like a world I'd rather fucking die before living in you're married with babies your stupid little child comes down the aisle with the fucking flower girl throwing things you're attending PTA meetings you're fucking dropping your kid off at school and then you already have to see their stupid little faces again by fucking 3 p.m where you pick them up and you just hear just kids yelling and running and kicking and screaming and like that is you you want to torture me in one way forget fucking water torture just play fucking sounds of kids running around screaming and don't get me wrong I am at the point in my life that my body wants me to have a kid but my mind does not want me to my body is so obsessed with the idea of being bred um I had a guy come in me without my permission the other day which I was very pissed about but I my body my brain was like yes like maybe this will get me pregnant like maybe I'll finally like I'm like craving like having a baby bump I'm craving um someone wanting to put a baby in me I'm at the point that I'm craving that physically but mentally I there's no part of me that is ready to have a baby I still have so much to work on and so much to accomplish before I dedicate my whole being and existence to a fucking baby. Um, sounds like a shitty life. Again, I've never met a mom who's truly loving her life and who they love their children. Don't get me wrong. There's a difference between loving your children and being thankful for your children and feeling like they are the greatest blessing in your life and actually fucking being like, my life is the best. I have fun all the time. I'm happy. I'm not stressed out. Those are two very different, unrelated feelings and experiences. And I'm just here to highlight the mess because that's what I do on the show. And that's what I fucking do best is act, neg- talk negatively, speak negatively. And yeah, when I started this podcast, I was a negative ass bitch. Like I was really fucking depressed and really sad. So it was really easy for me to come on here each week and talk about negative shit all the time. But honestly, 
life's on fire right now. And I'm feeling very positive about life, very happy in my life. So, but that's like the most annoying thing to hear. Annoying people are so fuck, like happy people are so fucking annoying. Like no one wants to hear about, it's so great that you have an apartment and then you have a job and then you have a boyfriend. Like no one cares to hear about that because it's not relatable because majority of your life, you're not fucking feeling happy. I'm not picking my nose, I'm scratching it. I don't know what's going on with my skin, but something's irritated. In your 60s, that's when life starts to, starts. that's when you really start living. 60s, you gotta wait till your 60s. And I would just mold 60s, 70s, and 80s all the same because those 30 years, nothing's fucking different one from the other. You're retired. You're probably married. You have a lot of money. You're probably spending your vacation, your weekends, your summers, your winters, whatever it fucking is. You're probably just traveling all the time. You're in Palm Springs. You're in the Turks and Caicos. You're in Hawaii. And your only priority is grandchildren because guess what? Grandparents have the best job. They get to come play with the little cute kids and see the cute parts of them for about a day and then they get to leave. The responsibility is alleviated, is tossed back onto their children. You no longer have to deal with the children. You've got absolutely everything going for you. Everything when you're fucking retired. The one little messy problem is you're old and you're no longer hot. Your stomach is saggy. Your tits are saggy. Your face is saggy. Your ass sag. Your vag sag. Actually, I heard a rumor the other day that your, your vagina doesn't get grosser as you get fucking older. But so that's good. That's probably like the best part about myself anyways is my little puss puss. Um, I hope my brothers or my stepdad or my anyone close to me is not listening to that my mom's already heard me say the fucking worst at this point I was thinking about that the other day and I just said I don't know how my mother doesn't disown me I don't know how she encourages this podcast I don't know how she supports it if my daughter acted like I fucking did oh, I disown her put her up for adoption no way I'd fucking support the way that I fucking act publicly but she accepts it she encourages it and um she listens to every episode. She knows about my threesomes, my sex experiences, my everything. She knows about, she knows way too fucking much for a mother to know. But, and another reason why being in your fucking 40s is ridiculous because you have to have daughters that fucking have sex and met boys, oh, boys who have to have sex. Oh my God, I can't backtrack, but fuck, can you imagine being a mom to a fucking 14 year old boy who just has cum rags fucking everywhere, smells like sweat all the time. Ooh, can't think of anything worse. There's nothing worse than a 14 year old boy. My brother's fucking 13 right now. And he fucking FaceTimed me the other day with a girl's bra strap wrapped around his wrist. I was like, oh, lovely. Glad to see that Girls are already being hoes. Girls always are and always will be hoes, whether you're in your 30s, your 40s, your 60s. You're always going to be a hoe for a man. 
I sincerely can't breathe after that episode. I don't think I've ever talked so fast on an episode in my life. And there's absolutely no reason for it other than the fact that I'm just excited to be back. Every time I record one of these episodes, I remember why I love it so much. I just have the best time talking to an empty room. So with that, I will be trying to be more consistent. I can't promise shit, but I am working on guests. And when I have guests, I'm responsible to record at certain hours. So I will work on that. I will work on posting more. Um, I feel like I'm confessing my sins to the jury. I guess the Pope, I feel like I'm standing like Amber Heard in front of the crowd and saying a bunch of things that aren't fucking true. So kidding I'm gonna actually try my best um but you have no fucking good reason to believe me at all as you can tell I barely believe anything I say myself I'm just coasting through life living it learning it messing it up just like you all are so wherever you are however warm you are however cold you are however depressed you are however happy you are I hope you're staying messy in your own particular way and don't forget to rate the podcast five stars and follow me on instagram at carissa harrison i have a link in that bio to all of my other social media that you can find so please once again stay messy bye